Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's London calling as we welcome you to TC Live, counting down the days to Wimbledon. Now just 11 away from the year's third major as the tennis world will descend upon SW19. We are all across Europe this week. Getting to the quarterfinals. Here's what's coming up on the big show. With a spot in the final eight on the line, could Venus Williams turn back the clock once again on the grass? Plus, Novak Djokovic is the heavy favorite to win his eighth Wimbledon title. Who will give him the best challenge, according to our experts? And we review the new tennis movie, Challengers, starring Zendaya, which is coming to a theater or streaming app near you. You don't want to miss that. Come on into our studios here in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside Paul Anacone. And we got the man, the myth, the legend himself, Prakash Amitraj. Back in the house. Good to see you again, Pete. Back in the house. I've been watching you guys. I'm I'm staying a little bit lower these days, getting ready grass for the grass. <laughs> what, you got grass court shoes on or not? Well, those I, are I, not I, for I, the I grass. I put those on as I go on the court, <laughs> a little curious, but uh, I can't wait. You know, this is my favorite season. Grass court season. M- Mr. Newport finalist, right? Well, you know, just just a little something, something back in my younger days. We've, we've got the video to prove it all, Paul. <laughs> all right. That's right. See, it did happen. <laughs> I'm ready. Speaking I'm ready. of back in the days, we flash back to Venus Williams and Yelena Ostapenko. Uh, Venus last played a major final 2017. That was at Wimbledon. On her way to that final, she took out Yelena Ostapenko in the quarters. Also beat Ostapenko later that season in the WTA Finals. So we fast forward six years. They meet again in Birmingham with a spot in the quarterfinals on the line. Paul Venus going for her 99th grass court victory. This was another big battle. Yeah, different time, different era, and both players very different people. And for Venus, we wondered how she would feel after over three hours on the court a few days back. Ostapenko came out firing both ladies trying to get control early in the rallies. Venus showed us some of that great shot making, but it was Ostapenko at the big moments that played better in the latter stages of the first set. Venus did have the trainer come on, looked at another upper leg issue, so we're really worried about that. Right there was testing that right knee again, and then it looked like perhaps an adductor or hip flexor, and uh, she was hobbled around a little bit, but boy, oh boy, 5-3 down in the second set. She turned things around, won four games in a row, went up 7-5, 2-0. I give Ostapenko a heck of a lot of credit. I wasn't sure she was going to hang in there mentally. She has a propensity to kind of lose her marbles periodically, and uh, this would have been a good reason to do so. But she fought hard, stayed in there, and from down 2-0 in the third, got smarter, used some forehands down the line, and was able to seal the deal. But for Queen V, let's just hope she's healthy. And for Ostapenko, she can uh, rejoice and move on in the tournament. The final stats of this match, neither player great on the second serve points. One, both under 40%, seven aces for Venus, 11 
for Ostapenko, and you see all the breaks in the match, but heck of an effort for Venus Williams to just come back in that second set. She's going to be playing Wimbledon, got a wild card, five-time champ there, going to make her 24th appearance at the All England Club. What's your biggest takeaway from the couple matches we saw from Queen V this week? Well, let's talk about the two strengths first. I mean, the strengths are that fighting spirit that is absolutely never going to go away. I mean, right up until the very end, she truly believed like she's the one who was going to win that match. And, and you can't replicate that. That's always going to be there with V. Another thing is, just like a great boxer, that, that, that big heavyweight punch that's going to be the last thing to go. So when she's in the middle of the court dominating, she hits the ball big as anyone. I mean, it was her pace that took out Ostapenko for a good portion of that match. It's just a movement that she's just going to try to have to work her way around, knowing I'm not going to be able to get to some balls, but when I get my opportunities... Got to try to take it. I think she's shown some beautiful signs this week heading into the big one. Yeah, look, she hits the ball so great, and there's so much experience there, as Prakash talked about. I think, you know, two things. One is how healthy can she get in such a quick turnaround? We're talking 10, 11 days, not going to be a lot of time for her at 43 years of age. How much will she recover? But like Prakash says, given the information that you have, what do you do to adjust? First strike tennis. Every second serve she gets a look at when she gets at Wimbledon, she should be crushing. First serve and first strike, she should be crushing. She's got to dictate play. And the thing that I've been most impressed with in these two matches in particular, the pace of her ground strokes didn't really dissipate. You know, all through three sets in both matches, yep. she kept crushing the ball, kept looking to be offensive. So if she can keep that pace up and that mentality of being aggressive on the first strike, don't ever count Venus Williams out. And, and, and let's not forget about the aura. You know, when you have a young player who hasn't had that much experience stepping through those beautiful gates of SW19, and maybe if you're on a center court match, this is, this is the place that was Venus's home for a while. This is a tournament she's won five times. You can't underestimate that, that aura. And the competitive spirit is just awe-inspiring, seeing her out on the court. Look forward to seeing Venus back at Wimbledon in a couple weeks. To Berlin we go. Arena Sabalenka taking on Veronica Kudermitova. This is a rematch from last year, Prakash, that the Russian won. Well, I, I think everyone's got to keep their eyes on Kudermitova here. I think a lot of her assets on the tennis court are exemplified on a grass court. She stays low to the ground well. She stays right up on that baseline, and she uses pace really well. Sabalenka hits the ball as big as anyone, but Kudermitova stayed up on there, and balls like that that are low that some players have trouble with, Kudermitova's able to create a lot of pace. Hits the ball nice and flat, which again is rewarded on the grass. Won a very strong first set, 6-2. Kept the pressure on in this second set. Love that inside-out backhand return on the grass. You get your opponent moving to the right when they're used to moving to the left. Kept the pressure on. Kept the unforced errors pretty low here. And was a pretty dominant breaker. Kept drawing unforced yeah, error after unforced error. Strong stuff. Broke Sabalenka three times. Won 62% of her second serve returns. And gets her third top three win. How about American... Coco Golf taking on a Katarina Alexandrova. Golf had to save match points the last time they played each other, Prakash. Yeah, they've had some battles before. I mean, look, Coco got off to a good start here, and we've talked about that forehand repeatedly over the last year, flattening that one out nicely. She was up a break, but Alexandrova coming back, mixing up things, getting to the net nicely. You see great technique up there. Kept the wrist firm, racket head above the ball, carved it over the net, takes the first at 6-4, and... We've seen this a bunch of times this year. Coco Goff kind of going a little bit away in this second set. Wasn't really able to get anything going, which is really surprising. On a surface like grass, where you have a serve as big as Coco does, you think that would sort of keep you in it. But it was one-way traffic from Alexandrova. Did really well. Used that forehand slice, actually. 
uh, a bunch of times in this match, flattened a few out, and they gave up four games. You know, won 11 of the last 12 games to reach the quarterfinals here for the second time in her career. Coco, 27 unforced errors on that forehand side. So we got a rematch of the Hurtagenbosch final in the quarters between Alexandrova and Kudermatova. Sakari taking on Vondrosova as well, and Garcia Kavitova. Some great matchups in the final eight in Berlin. Meantime, we head over to London, the Queen's Club. Taylor Fritz facing Adrian Manorino, looking to reach the final eight at his fourth straight event on grass. Well, this was a very, very big point here, and, and one of the elements in the match which Manorino was able to uh, duplicate time and time again, he was the one that had Taylor Fritz on the move. Was able to get the break there, serves it out well, really used that carving serve well in the ad court. We know how well that works on a grass court. And Manorino, he's got this powerful racket, really, really loose strings, and just takes these short swings and flattens balls into the open court. Brilliant backhand pass there, trying to keep himself in it, but it just wasn't enough at the end of the day. Manorino, <laughs> strokes fit so well on a grass court because they're so compact, not as rewarded when you need to create more racket at speed like on a clay court. Worked well here, and I think even he was a little surprised. Yeah, beat Medvedev in Hurtagenbosch last week. Now Fritz in London, 10th top 10 win. As Taylor Fritz headed to Eastbourne. He's still got doubles tomorrow, though, in Queens Club. Carlos Alcaraz trying to reach his first ATP Tour quarterfinal on grass ball, playing Yuri Lehechka. Yeah, another human highlight reel for us today. Boy, he can just do everything so comfortably on all the different surfaces. Lehechka is a tough out. How about the fake drop shot and then going for a slice? That takes such incredible skill to change mid-shot. This kid just never ceases to amaze. The strong left hand there allows for that pass. Shot. We've seen him come forward at the net. We've seen him stay back. We've seen him use drop shots. He looks so adept at managing all the different surfaces and styles of play already in his career. And this is a tough out. Lehechka's played terrific tennis this year. A lot of power from the back of the court. That was a turning point. Lehechka could have got right in the second set on break point. And Alcaraz, no problem, hold serve, and then gets that break. And boy, he was in free-flowing motion. He is just a joy to watch, manages shot selection, manages surfaces. And most of all, this guy loves to play, having a great time. Yeah, he certainly does. Said after this match, after this level, the expectations change. I think I'm ready to have a good result here on the grass. Here are the FanDuel odds to win the gentleman's title at Wimbledon. Obviously, Novak Djokovic, the heavy favorite. But Carlos Alcaraz, who's never made the quarterfinals at Wimbledon, is your second favorite there, followed by Medvedev, Sinner, Andy Murray, the two-time champ, and Taylor Fritz, who made the quarterfinals last year. So, Prakash, other than Novak Djokovic, who has won Wimbledon the last four times he has played at the All England Club, who's got the best shot to take him out? Uh, uh, Weissman, you know when we go to a restaurant, I don't like to order off the menu. So, so can I not go yeah, off this go, menu? Yeah, yeah. Can I go off the menu? Here? Sauce. I, I, I'm going with our, our big guy who's got a bunch of new confidence getting into the top ten. Francis, Francis Tiafo. I think he's, he's maybe the best player at having that sort of intangible improv skill set, which is so needed on grass. He stays low to the court. He doesn't mind having that continental grip on the forehand side where you're able to just feel balls on this side, maybe come up with a chip here. So many balls come up on grass that you can't practice for. So you just have to be ready. He, he, you know, he shovels that backhand well, uses the pace well, and I think he really believes that he can win Wimbledon. Now he's in the top ten, ton of confidence, won a mm. title. Big Feezy is, is my pick. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? Well, the question is, can anyone knock off 
Novak, yeah. right? That's, that's the question that we're asking. A lot's going to depend on what happens with the draw and style matchups. I still think the best player just to take Novak out is a guy named Carlitos Alcaraz, mm -hmm. just because he can hurt you so many different ways. I think on a grass court, there's a lot of people that can create the opportunity but to do it three out of five sets in a major is such a difficult question. Um, I, I think Alcaraz has the best shot at just taking Novak out. For me, if it's going to be a new face at the end of the tournament, at that tournament, more than any tournament on the planet, it's going to be about who manages the situation. Mm. It's not going to just be about forehands and backhands. It's about walking under the archway, mm -hmm. center court at Wimbledon, and understanding what you have to do, semis and finals. That is a different time to play tennis. I think he's talking about cabeza, corazón, and cojones. Ah, the three he's, Cs. He's That's right. right. <laughs> you know, or, or commitment, clarity, and confidence. <laughs> Give, give me some. Give me that, some, PA. That, that's, that's I mean, my partner right over there. there. I came here. I didn't come here to play, Prakash. <laughs> I may be old, but I'm not sleeping. The man quit school. I may be old, but I'm not sleeping. He's got his own triple C tattoo, that's and so it's good. different, different meaning. We gotta love that. All right, a lot more still to come here on TC Live. We got more highlights from all across Europe. Who takes the all-Italian matchup between Yannick Sinner and Lorenzo Sinego for a spot in the quarters? We are just getting started here on TC Live. Place. Wimbledon. Tune in each afternoon and evening for extended match replays, expert analysis, and player interviews from the All England Club. I'll be there with Paul, Martina, John Wertheim. It all begins Monday, July 3rd. You don't want to miss it. Back to the action in Halle, Paul. Yannick Sinner, perfect 12-0 opening round matches this season. Looking to make it a baker's dozen against his fellow Italian, Lorenzo Sonigo. Yeah, always tough to play a fellow countryman, right? About someone that you uh, should beat. The pressure should be on you. And it started off that way for Mr. Sinner as Sonigo won the first set 7-6. But Yannick Sinner's getting more and more comfortable on all the surfaces. Such awesome power. We saw him play great tennis at Wimbledon last year on the grass. Today, not a heck of a lot different. Saved all eight of the eight-point break points that he Face. Coach Darren Cahill pumping the fist. I urge Killer to just resolve himself to hold on the energy. He's getting old like me. He can't be too pumped up in the box too early, Prakash. He's got to <laughs> save it a little bit. Third set was more good tennis from center, power tennis. He was one that was controlling more of the tempo of the rallies. Got that break there at three all and then served it out. Again, guys, just awesome power from the back of the court. He's going to be tough to deal with. That's when you stand up, Killer. That's when you get fired up. Not in the middle of the match. Save it. You got to save the energy. Listen to Miss Annika. Yeah. It's old like me, Prakash. <laughs> Life lessons with Paul Annika. Uh, Jan Leonard Struff, Alexander Bublik meeting for the third time. Prakash, the Bublik enemy, always box office on this surface. Listen, I think these are two guys that you definitely got to watch out for at Wimbledon. They both know how to play on grass. Both very capable up at net and both absolutely bring the cheese on the serve. Bublik doing a great job in that first set. I love when he gets up at net because it makes his life a little bit easier. You know, he's nice and compact up there. Doesn't have to go for too many of those crazy shots with those long rallies. Struff fought back, though, well in the second set. I mean, look, he's been playing fantastic tennis. Made the final in Stuttgart last week. Almost took out Tiafo in that final. I mean, That's not Anacone in the box. Oh, it, it, it's not. We got a head and heart there. We were just missing the opponent. But... Uh, Third set, Bullock doing a great job putting a lot more returns back in play, fights the uh, fights and gets a break there. 
Very fired up too. I also like that he didn't kind of lose it out there. He seemed a little bit more mentally stable and into the match. If Marshawn Lynch was your coach in the box, it would be only Cajonas. It wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be the other two. 43 winners for Bublik, 23 aces as we take a look at the final eight. We got Medvedev, Bautista, Agut. How about Rublev? Greeksport pulling out that big win that we saw against Hubie Hercotch. And then Sasha Zverev against Nico Jari, who is Paul's dark horse at Wimbledon. As we enter the social net, Zendaya, the superstar actress, she is in the new movie, Challengers. going to be released September 15th. The first trailer has come out. It's about 2 minutes and 15 seconds. I've seen it a couple times. I know both of you have seen it. Prakash, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, I was watching it with my pup Jonah at home, and, you know, in the beginning, I, I had to cover his eyes. Mm. You know, there, there, were, there was some stuff going on. Paul, are you old enough to be watching this stuff? <laughs> no, 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 no. I had, to, I had to just fast forward past that stuff. The kind of stuff I'm all about, Prakash, all the other social implications, I got to leave to you younger folks. I, I, will, I will tell you, though, any movie that is bringing love to the game that we all love so much, I will absolutely be in theaters to watch it, which I encourage everyone else to do also. Euphoria X Tennis. It is the collab we didn't know we needed, and, and yet we got it. And it's good stuff. I mean, this has the drama. It's got the appeal. We've got those, also, those two guys both going for I, I, Zendaya. I, I tell you what, the, for, the forehand looked pretty good. I mean, I, I can't be talking about the forehand when they're, when they're showing that right now, but the forehand stroke did look pretty good. Slide on the hard courts. There's going to be some drama. There's going to be social implications. There's going to be tennis. So uh, be prepared. I'll be there. I'll I have a feeling. There. I have a feeling they'll, they'll hopefully they'll get into the brutality of the sport too, and what it does for individuals, their mind, you know, the mental aspect of it. Because there's a lot that nowhere to hide, baby, in nope. tennis. Just you. Mm. Big, big injury you. in this one. She had to overcome. Changes her whole life. Challengers theaters September 15th. Encourage you to watch that trailer. We, we love anything that Hollywood does to All really promote tennis. our sport. Right? Absolutely. All right, Friday schedule. Berlin starts 5 a.m. Eastern, bright and early, 2 a.m. Pacific. We're back for TC Live after all the action tomorrow and then tennis on course all night long. We're breaking down tomorrow's big matches when we come back on TC Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Time for our hot shot of the day, Paul. And you picked this one yourself. Don't blink, folks. Right there. Oh. How about 5-1, love 15, and the casual Hubie Hercox. That's out of personality, most laid-back guy on the tour. Look at him. How about this? Ho-hum right in the center of the strings, Prakash. A little, little redirect with the yeah, racket yeah. pad. That was not even mishit. And that was so casual. I think... He thought it might have been going out. I actually think he thought this ball was going long. 
You know what? I tell you what, though. You know, I think the 5-1 score line helped a little bit. Yeah. Little uh, the, but he kept it low over the net. Andy would be so unhappy on two counts. It was the loser that hit the hot <laughs> shot, and it was at a time that didn't matter at all. Right? Mm -hmm. Andy yeah. Roddick would yeah. be thrilled But that. that's a great shot right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful shot, but it's a grass court season. I want to see it. some dives. They they some dives coming up. Hercutch dove about 12 times today. There you today. go. Oh, there you go. Look at our lineups tomorrow on center court. Daniil Medvedev, Roberto Bautista Agut, Carlitos taking on Grigor Dimitrov. Musetti, Runa, Garcia, Kvitova, Kudermitova, Alexandrova. They just met in the final. Now it's a quarterfinal. Let's talk about Seb Korda, Cam Nori. 2-1 head-to-head for Seb Korda. First meeting on grass. How do they match up against one another? Listen, both players who should be playing very well on grass. I mean, look, Cam made the semis at Wimbledon before. And, and Seb Korda, I think his game translates possibly the best on grass. His big thing, though, hasn't had too many matches coming in. Should feel great taking out Francis so far. So hopefully he's finding that game that we saw back in Australia. He's got a massive serve. He's so capable at the net. Just want to continue seeing him enforce himself on the serve. It doesn't reward being defensive, so step up and, and be the big, big, big man that you are. Yeah, that's the good style matchup, right? Because uh, Seb Korda can take that two-hander into the Nori forehand, which mm -hmm. is a little more spinny. Doesn't want to go to the Nori backhand. That flat two-hander over to Seb's, uh, Seb's forehand will be a little bit vulnerable for Seb if that happens. So serve, first strike tennis, go strong to the Nori forehand. And look, I think you said it right. I think grass could and should be Seb's best surface. Yeah. I love that. And uh, he's got a lot of confidence right now. He hasn't played in a long time. And as you mentioned, just beat Francis Tiafo heading into Wimbledon. On the women's side, Petra Kvitova taking on Caroline Garcia. Tenth meeting between these two. Who do you favor in this matchup? Well, it's funny. We haven't seen Kvitova that much as of, as of late the last few months. But let's not forget, she, she won Miami earlier this year. She's still playing beautiful tennis. And, and you cannot say enough for experience on this surface. I think even more so than any other surface because it plays so differently than clay or hard. Even if you're on hard, you can translate a little bit of that to clay. But grass, that's his own beast. Petra has won Wimbledon a couple of times. She's going to be able to pull on all of that. And the one shot that has no dependency on your opponent is her serve. When she gets that going, she's about as tough as it gets to beat. But uh, Carolyn Garcia, she plays some aggressive tennis too. Yeah, it's going to be battle of the first strike tennis, isn't it? Both of these ladies love to give the ball a ride, can hit it flat and through the court. Um, and, and we don't talk about Petra. Look, she's another dark horse of mine at Wimbledon because she's won it twice. She's been a little bit quiet. She played earlier in the year, played a little bit better. But I'll tell you what, don't forget about her on grass course. Don't forget about either one of these two. But if Carolyn Garcia can find a way to get into, into uh, Kvitova's second serve mm -hmm. and make her think a little bit, then it's going to be a tight match. Otherwise, I, I love Kvitova here. And again, don't go to sleep on her for Wimbledon, guys. Uh, no, not, not at all. Two-time champ there. She's ranked nine in the world right now. She's top ten yeah, player she once can again. Play. Speaking of top ten players, Daniil Medvedev. How do you see him on grass against Roberto Bautista Gu? Every time I watch him play, I scratch my head. Because <laughs> How does he do it? He is the most amazing player to me at six foot six to let people try to come at him from that far back in the court to give people this much space to dare them and yet to win so much. Yes. This game is so bizarre to try to figure out. It doesn't make logical sense to me except for the big serve and first strike tennis. That's amazing. The other stuff you go, I kind of should be able to take advantage of his court position, but you can't. <laughs> if there's one surface set you can other than clay, it would be this one, grass, right? Because you really shouldn't be able to stay real deep, but watch how good he is at getting up to the base 
baseline. If he does that successfully, he'll be he'll be really tough on the grass. Look, even though you would think his his game is not the one that would translate to grass, let's look at his two biggest strengths: that serve and that problem-solving ability. I don't think you can underweigh any of those things because you can get through so many service games on grass and being able to problem solve, he keeps surprising us. Yeah. You know, day after day, he did it in Rome to us. So I, I kind of just want to see what he does out here. Clarity, commitment, and confidence. That's so good. That's so That good. is the theme of the show. Yeah. Paul Anikin, so once here, again, guys. Just dropping I'm knowledge here. on you all. He's dropping bars. That's why I'm here, fellas. We're old school stuff. Cannot wait for quarterfinal Friday here on Tennis Channel. Carlitos looking to get his first ever title on grass. That would mean a return to number one in the world. Thanks for watching TC Live.